Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Hey, there's a set-aside prayer that I like very much. It goes, Lord, I set aside everything I think I know about you, everything I think I know about my fellow man, about this program, and myself for a fresh new revelation and ideas today about you, my fellow man, this program, and myself in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going to start our reading today with uh, page 24 in the AA Big Book where it says, The fact is that most alcoholics, for a reason yet obscure, have lost the power of choice in drink. Our so-called willpower practically becomes non-existent. We are unable at certain times to bring into our consciousness with sufficient force the memory of the suffering and humiliation of even a week or a month ago. We are without defense against the first drink. The almost certain consequence that that follow taking even a glass of beer do not crowd into the mind to deter us. If their thoughts occur, they are hasty and readily supplanted with the old treadbare idea that this time we shall handle ourselves like other people. There is a complete failure of that defense that keeps one from keeping his hand on a hot stove. There is a solution. Almost none of us like the self-searching, the leveling of our pride, the confession of shortcomings which the process requires for a successful consummation. But we saw that it really worked in others. And we had come to believe in the hopelessness and futility of life as we have been living it. When therefore we were approached by those in whom the problem had been solved, there was nothing left for us but to pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. We have found much of heaven, and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we have not even dreamed. The great fact is just this, and nothing less, that we have had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, towards our fellows, and towards God's universe. The central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. He has commenced to accomplish those things for us which we can never do by ourselves. If you're a serious alcoholic everywhere, we believe that there's no good or wrong solution. We are in a position where life is becoming impossible. And if we had to pass through a region of which there is no return, through human aid, we had found but two alternatives. One to go out and bitter end, blotting out the consciousness of the intolerable situation the best we could, and the other was 
to accept spiritual help. This we did because we obviously wanted to and we're willing to make the effort. Amen. Page 62. Selfishness, self-centeredness that we think is the root of our troubles. Driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-illusion, self-seeking, and self-pity, we step on the tolls of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find that at some time in the past we have made decisions based on self, which later places in a position to be hurt. So our troubles, we think, are basically our own making. They arise out of ourselves, and the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot. Though he usually doesn't think so. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. We must or it kills us. God makes that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them even though we would have liked to. Neither could we reduce ourselves sinness much by wishing or trying on our power. We had to have God's help. This is how and why, first of all, they quit playing God, you know, work next to them. Thereafter, in the drama of life, God was going to be our director. He is the principal. We are his agents. He is the father. We are his children. Most good ideas are simple. This concept was a good keystone through the new tribe of Irish when we passed with freedom. When we sincerely took a position, all sorts of remarkable things that followed. We had a new employer, being all still powerful. Uh, he provided what we needed if we kept close to him and performers work well. Established our session quitting, we became less and less interested in ourselves and, our, and more and more and we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. As we felt a new power flow in, as we accepted, as we enjoyed peace and mind and discovered that we could face life successfully, as we became more conscious of his presence, we began to fear to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, and thereafter. We worry more. We were now at step three. Many of us said to our maker as we understood him, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, of thy love, of thy way of life. May I do thy will always. We thought well before taking this step, making sure we were ready that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to him. Page 76, please. 76. When ready, we say something like this. My creator, my creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. We have then completed step seven. Turn to page 86, please. On awakening. On awakening, let us think about 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day before we begin. As we ask God for direct our thinking and essentially ask, asking for the to be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, and self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can abolish can employ our mental faculties with insurance. Proper all God gave us brave to use ever. Uh, our thought life has been placed on a much higher plane. We were, when our thinking is clear of wrong motives. 
think of our day, we face the decisions so may, you may not be able to determine which course to take. Here's where we ask God for inspiration and truth of thought or decision. We don't relax and take it easy. We, we don't struggle. We are, I'm surprised how the right answer is coming if we try this for a while. Amen. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption and all sorts of bizarre actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it. We usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that we be shown all through the day what our next step is to be. That we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that and it doesn't work. You can easily see why. turn to page uh, uh, 420 please where it says perhaps 420 perhaps the best thing of all for me is to remember that my serenity is inversely proportional to my expectations the higher my expectations of max and other people are the lower is my serenity i can watch my serenity level rise when i discard my expectations but then my rights try to move in and they too can force my serenity level down I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really? How important is it compared to my serenity, my emotional sobriety? And when I place more value on my serenity and sobriety than on anything else, I can maintain them at a higher level, at least for the time being. Amen. Thank God. Page 552, please. He said, in effect, if you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you will pray for that person or the thing that you resent, you you will be free. 
If you will ask in prayer for everything you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their help, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even when you you don't really want it for them and your prayers are only words and you don't mean it. Go ahead and do it anyway. Do it every day for two weeks and you will find that you have come to mean it and want it for them. And you will realize that where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassion, understanding, and love. It works for me today, it works for me many times since. It will work for me every time I'm willing to work it. Sometimes I have to ask for the willingness, but it always too comes. And because it will work for me, it will work for all of us. And another great man said the only real freedom a human being could ever have never know is doing what he has to do because he wants to do it. This great experience has released me from the bondage of hatred and replaced it with love. It's really just another affirmation of the truth I know. I get everything I need in alcoholics and others and when I everything I need I get when I get what I need. I am very fine that it's just what I wanted all the time. Amen. Page one hundred please. One hundred Both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. Follow the dictates of a higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstance. Page 83, please. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we're halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. Page 85, please. Instead of receiving strength, inspiration, direction from him who has all knowledge and power. 
if we are careful to follow his general direction, we have gotten a sense of flow of his spirit into us. And so to some extent, we have become God conscious and we believe that you know, we have begun to develop a vital sixth sense, but we must go further. And that means more action. Amen. More action. Okay, let's turn to page 416, please. 416. 416? Yes, sir. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that alcoholism was a disease, not a moral issue. That I have been drinking as a result of a compulsion, even though I had not been aware of the compulsion at that time, and that sobriety was not a matter of willpower. The people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had. But I was afraid to let go of what I had in order to try something new. There was a certain sense of security in the familiar. At last, acceptance proved to be the key to my drinking problem. After I'd been around AA for seven months, tapering off alcohol and pills, not finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, Okay, God, it is true that I, of all people, strange as it may seem, and even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts. And it's all right with me. Now what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem and began living in the answer, the problem went away. From that moment on, I had not had a single compulsion to drink. Except as the end of all my problems today, I'm, when I'm disturbed is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation in some fact of my life unacceptable to me. I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation being exactly the way it's supposed to be at the moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. But until I accept my alcoholism, I cannot stay sober. Unless I accept my life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need not concentrate so much on what needs to be changed in the world, but what needs to be changed in me and my attitudes. What? Yes, sir. She said all the world is stage and all the men and women are really players. He forgot to mention I was a true critic. I was always able to see the flaw in every person in every situation. I was always glad to point it out because I knew he wanted perfection just as I did. AA acceptance has taught me that there's a bit of good in the worst of us, there's a bit of bad in the best of us, and we are all true of God and we each have the right to be here. When I complain about me or about you, I'm complaining about God's handiwork. I'm saying I know better than God. All right. Page 43, please. 43, the bottom of 43. Once more, the alcoholic at certain times has no effective mental defense against the first drink. Except in a few rare cases, neither he nor any other human being can provide such a defense. His defense must come from a higher power. D.N. Beautiful, 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 wonderful words of life. Thank you, sir, for coming down and helping me stay sober one more day. And let's let's pray and ask God to keep us sober today, just for today. God, keep us sober, for all things are possible with God. Amen. Let's let's say let's say the supply prayer. Lord, the supply is not here yet, but it will come if we should have it. It will surely come. Amen. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you never heard that prayer? No. 
I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll take a picture of it. And uh, it, it, it produces faith, hope, laughter. And you know God is in charge and he's bringing the benefits in. You know, we, we, we put the order in the cosmos, in the universe. And then our, our mindset is, is, and right away you start seeing, you start seeing daily benefits come to you. Like I gave my son a check and he called me yesterday. He go, hey dad, you going to Hawaii? I go, yeah. Go ahead and just keep that check. That was, I didn't give you a present last year because of COVID, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so he said, but make sure you, you treat yourself good and treat your wife good. He said, what a blessing, huh? From a son. That that alcohol tried to destroy, you know, or tried to destroy our family. Amen. So let's go ahead and pray out with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. It's working, and we're working it. All right. We'll see you tomorrow, Fred. See you tomorrow, Greg. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. God bless you.